Watch who? And welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Watching for the very first time. Very first time. And you join us. We're here in the company's... Companies? Company of the Swampies today. Company of the Swampies. <laughs> having a nice time. Having a bit of a <laughs> chant out in the reeds. Crow. Oh, yeah. Crow. Do you know what? Crow. It's funny because you said you weren't a fan of this. And then Crow. as soon as they started... Um, chanting, I was like, this is why Mark doesn't like it. Crow. 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 <laughs> Crow. Crow. How do you Crow. feel about this chant, Mark? Crow. No, I don't like it. To the point. I don't like it. Don't tell them I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, it no, just goes on a long time. And everything. Yeah, it just goes on too long. Anyway, we'll, we'll make the most of it while we're here. We'll sit on a, sit on a reed and have a chat about this story. Sit on a reed? A reed yeah, the reeds. Sit on some reed. On a reed. <laughs> on a, a reed? reed. <laughs> <laughs> on a reed. You know, the reeds. Reeds. No, I'm not sitting on a reed. <laughs> well, it was a figure <laughs> of speech. It's the most uncomfortable thing ever. <laughs> Just sit on, okay, here's some reeds that I've Fine, made. Sit on the reeds. There we are, by the water. Um. Oh, before we start. I've got a little update. I don't know if you noticed on Twitter this week oh, in the, in the news. Not. Be a bit old news by the time people hear this. Oh, actually, yeah, even before I even start the news, this is our first recording of 2023. Yeah. And uh, this is obviously the 60th anniversary year of Doctor Who we're going into. Cray cray. Linked to that, there was some news that uh, there's going to be some more animations right. of missing stories. Uh, expected and the two stories that apparently are going to be coming out this year well number one you'll like uh the two missing ones of the underwater menace okay nothing in the world can stop me now yeah 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 uh and the smugglers oh fucking hell it's going to be the whole thing is going to be animated is that confirmed or is it just speculated? So, well, mm, it was be, it was being speculated, not a hundred percent. Like, how but... does that happen? Like, because there's plenty of options. So, where does the speculation come from? I think it's fairly likely. I mean, they are totally random stories to animate, but um, yeah, it could be it could be true. I think it probably is. Oh, and also, apparently, they're going to be colorizing some of the black and white ones for the 60th anniversary, like the first episode, I think they're going to c- try and colourise, apparently, which I think is likely something that BBC would try and do. That's interesting. Watch how I feel about that. I'm not really bothered about them being colourised. I mean, I think it's nice. I think it'll introduce it to an audience in a new way. Do I want to see Ian in colour? Of course I want to see Ian in colour. But I don't know if like, it makes that much difference. I know I don't think so, but if The Smugglers does come out, we are watching that and going back and re-evaluating a full animated Smugglers. Really? I really struggle with that. I know, I know, of all the ones I when really I saw struggled. that. No, but that's the one, if you remember, that's the squire with his wig. We'll I know, to... <laughs> I remember. Anyway, I did think of you when they said The Smugglers, because 
of how fond of it, it you are. It wasn't the one that was positive that I was concerned about. That's why I was like, yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the news. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I guess they'll be the end of the year as well. I suppose so. Who knows? Who knows? Do you know what? It, it was. I was thinking about it like over Christmas, and it's crazy that there was nothing over Christmas for Doctor Who. Like, it's been a long time that I can think of that there's not been either a Christmas or a New Year episode. No, or they put that little trailer out at Christmas. That's it. Just but to make up. Trailer. It was just an extended version. There was maybe another 10, 15 seconds. Yeah, I think they've said from next year onwards it's going to be regular again. They've just got this weird gap. It just felt really odd, actually. And who was I talking to about? I can't remember. I was talking to a friend about it. And... I think cause I sent them the trailer and they were like, oh, that, like they hadn't seen the one because it came out online, didn't it, after the episode, not like on TV. I think like if you're not a... Oh, no, it was on. It was on after Strictly on Christmas yeah, yeah. Day. I think if you're a fan, you'll have seen the trailer online, whereas this is the first time the trailer was on TV. So I was talking to a friend about it and they were like, God, that's really exciting. When's that on? And I went... November 2023 and they're like what they couldn't believe it and I was like yeah like that was out after like the last episode which you watched I was like you saw it and they were like I didn't realize it was gonna be that long they're like I thought because what was that October yeah they're like I thought like it was I don't know I just thought there's something over Christmas I was like no and it just got me thinking like how strange and the whole time it's been back, I can't think of a time when it's not been on either Christmas or New Year. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff next year for the anniversary, so I'm sure they'll make up for it. Hopefully. Uh, well, what a story to start the new year on. Kroll. <laughs> Joe, well, it's. I think it's divided here. I think some people do can appreciate it and see it, and other people just think it's a little bit boring. I've always thought it was a bit boring. I have enjoyed it more this time, though. I sat a little bit in the middle with it. I didn't find it boring, but I it's not been my favourite of the season. No. So far. No. Well but, but like there has to be weak ones. There's always gotta be something that's like when you have strong seasons, and you know, we've had quite a few strong seasons now, you've got to have some weak moments. And it there was nothing necessarily bad about it. There was just nothing necessarily groundbreaking or like different i liked the all the location stuff all those reads all where it's filmed really different you can believe that's like a whole planet of <laughs> swamp yeah I, I liked the location stuff i really liked all that too and i liked actually just like which is normally a big criticism i did like the costumes right mark's not sure what the swampies yeah i liked their like i thought like they were quite effective like you knew what they were i thought they were quite effective oh all in the great like poor actors in that green makeup right. <laughs> like in my like, freezing cold on stage <laughs> oh my god it is wicked it's a wicked makeup but no i didn't mm. I thought I thought it it for what look for what they are and what they are trying to be. I thought it was quite effective. It was like you know, it was obviously like a, like a dreadlocky wool sort of hair, 
I thought that worked quite well, actually. I'm not going to go down the whole cultural appropriation of it, but it worked, I think, for the costume, for what they are. They're supposed to be swamp-like. They're green. It's sort of fitting within all that. Yeah, it was practical. There's nothing worse than an impractical costume. No, I suppose not. I suppose like, not. They could move. They could do things. That's sometimes not the case in their costumes. And you knew what they were. Like, they fit within... If you're going to call something a swampy, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. The crawl head... What well, actual crawl? Realized... The monster. The squid monster. Yeah, which is basically a green screen of someone's head. No, it's an actual yeah, creature. It is. It's... That is someone's head that has been mass that has had a lot of makeup, and then there's tentacles. I'm telling you, look again. There's definitely a shot, and that is all that. It's someone's head to do movement, right? And like they've obviously put like makeup over it, and then the tentacles just come out from it here, from the neck. He's just wearing like a like a headpiece. And probably just sat on the shoulders and it's from here and they've green screened it. That, well, I've never really thought of it that way. Maybe I'll have to have a look up and I see. I am like putting money on that. I'll put some strawberry dreams on it, my friend, because like that is my currency. And also I that there was a shot. It was when actually the maybe the first or second time you really see him big and it's, I think the first time, it wasn't the first time because the first time's like they're far away and then like, so it was the second time and there's like an angle shot, more like over. And you can see like it's someone's neck and then, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how they've done it. Wow. But did you like the effect of Crow? Yeah, I thought it worked really effectively. As Again, like as a creature, it, it, it served its purpose. Okay, well, we have our crew on this um gas mining thing and there's three of them they have all been in doctor who before there's supposed to be five isn't there oh i don't know well one of them is the sort of extra one that gets sucked into the pipe later on but don't they say something doesn't the doctor say something like the six i can't gosh i can't didn't somebody go someone's gone like no five or maybe it's the other way four and then he says five because they don't count the swampy that's with them yeah, maybe there is supposed to be one goes missing already, one gets killed, and then you've got the three. But we're, yeah. we're just talking about the main three. They've all been in Doctor Who before. Oh, I don't know if you recognised any of them. Right. Okay. So we've got um, the baddie guy, who well, he yeah. turns out to be a baddie. He was Barnum in the Mind of Evil. Do you remember Barnum? The one so- where they are. Um, doing the thing on the killers and making the people yeah, in the prison. Yeah. Which one he's, was Barnum? He's like the good one that Joe looked after and he gets run over ah, at the end. Ah, that's Barnum. Okay, that's him, yeah, yeah. so he's playing complete opposite here. Uh, we also have the one that survives at the end. He is the guy from the Brain of Morbius, doc- the Dr. Frankenstein guy. Oh, okay, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, he looks completely different. And then the third guy you wouldn't have seen... Uh, but he is the voice of K9. Oh, no the younger way. guy. So obviously we don't have K9 in this story because of he can't get out into the swamp. He's contracted for the series, so they're like, well, you can't play K9 in this story. Be in the story as somebody else. So then he ends up actually being on screen. So he is K9. Oh, 
Ah, that's cute. That's <laughs> so, cute. Barnum, Canine and Solon are running our little plant power plant here. Um, yeah, when I, when I see the Swampies, when I first saw the Swampies and they're all doing the chanting and everything, uh, that's, yeah, well, it's like, oh, jump. when it's like an alien-y thing. I, mean, I suppose it builds up the picture of the planet and you have to have that contrast. It's very obvious, this story. It's sort of doing colonialism, isn't it, basically, at the end of the day? Yeah. In a sci-fi setting, you've got these two different uh, sort of warring factions here the swampies who have been put there and that's their land and then you've got the guys coming in trying they want to get rid of them trying to take over because they want to mine or do whatever their gas or whatever they do so it's quite an obvious sort of story and then you throw kroll and the key to time and everything in the middle of it but it's not too spacey what i like about it is it's not too spacey you've got the hovercraft which actually is really cool um and the guys aren't they're not in like bright silver or anything like that it's quite believable the sets i mean most of it's on location so the sets that you have are okay it does look it does look all right i just always found it a little bit too maybe a bit too talky sometimes because they they talk about what's going on a lot rather than you see it all i think because there's not very many of either side it feels very similar to some we've had recently okay but like not, I couldn't say like it's like this, just there's a lot of very similar elements, which we get a lot in Doctor Who. But we've also had some really good, unique ones recently, and I'm which I'm also trying to remember, but I'm sure you can remind me. Uh, well, we had um, what's her name last uh, uh what's her name, Cesar Diplos on the catwalk last week from Drag Race. We've had um, the pirate planet captain the week before, so yeah, so, so that, far, like, oh, sorry. Quite- Tara as well last week. Androids of Tara was last week, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. Medieval. And we had like the very first one. Uh, we had well, you know, last ones was a bit more like medieval-y and like but futury. So and because they found it at the beginning, it was a bit more of a different sort of quest. So that felt a bit different. I just felt it was a little bit standardy samey. And what's been really nice this season is having things a bit different. Yeah, I think it's location here that makes this stand out more. The actual storyline, it's probably got quite a few layers to it because then you have Rome Duck, the gun runner, and then you've got a lot of back and forth. So he's supplying guns to the Swampies. Uh, but then our baddie guy, the Barnum guy, wants to get rid of the but Swampies actually, and all, all of that. that. Five seconds episode, you don't see it because he's to kill. It's just done. And... Other than when it comes out, like, well, actually, your baddie guys supplied them, not who they think. It's sort of done. There's a lot of the mystery. Well, the thing is, though, there's a lot of mystery of the Kroll thing. But then he pops up, doesn't he, Kroll? It goes away. And then he pops up later for a cliffhanger as if it's like a big shock that we haven't seen him before. Yeah. Um, The whole idea is... You know when she lost the the thing? What's it called? Tracer. Yeah. The Tracer. (laughs) Can't remember that. Um... I think I'd have preferred that they'd lost it for longer because actually it felt like a, just a standard story and the only way it concluded is that the Doctor realised that that was, which was quite obvious. I mean, it's some monster that's living under and yeah, Anyway, that's the reason. But I think I'd have preferred that they'd have lost it a bit longer and that would have given more motive as to why they are interacting with everyone. Because they're trying to figure out where this thing could be, what it could be, and finding 
the tracer. Well, well, Romana throughout all of this is like, let's just get the thing and go. That is Romana every single time, which I really like. But actually, if they didn't have the tracer, they'd have to be trying to work out and talk. And that would have been more of a motive for why that was happening. Yeah. Well, it's a bit frustrating because straight away, Romana goes off, does a thing, gets captured straight away. I was like, oh, of course. She gets captured and put in a canoe. I mean, there's a lot of canoe filming around here. I mean, that's quite <laughs> dangerous. There is. There's a lot of boat filming, yeah. <laughs> Loads Where of boat filming. Um, in Sussex somewhere, I think, on like a nature reserve place. Yeah, it looks really nice, but so many it canoes. Nice lot of reeds. Loads of canoes. I'm not fond of a canoe, I don't think, because you can tip over quite easily. I think I did canoeing in the Scouts at some point. I think I did windsurf. We tried windsurfing. That's more difficult. I'd like to do paddleboarding, but I'd be scared to fall in. What's the different? What's that? That's one where you stand up on the board. Oh. And you just like. And you do the paddle on the oh, river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you have to have. Oh, yeah. The balance has to be like. Oh no, I don't think I could do that. I wouldn't want to fall in. You can sit down, but then standing up. I think actually you're better balanced standing up than sitting down on it. Actually, no, now I prefer a canoe. No, actually, I prefer <laughs> a rowboat, just like with your standard oars and you can row. Did you, you ever do you that in Roth Park? Uh, not in Roth Park, no. No, I never did that. Oh, you see, I did that. Yeah. We did it for my birthday. So you could have like the motorised one the, with yeah. pedals or you could have the row. And it was cheaper to get the row, so we went for the row. Um, we nearly hit the swans like four times because like we couldn't control it, and then we were like, there's, "They were like, don't go near that because that's basically their bed," and we were just drifting to it, and we just couldn't move. And it's like a oh, nightmare. We were like, "Why didn't we just get the one with?" The- <laughs> it was over like two quid more. We're not talking like a massive fortune. Oh, but it's fun to do the rowing. I think once you I get the hang of it. Thought, and in what? hindsight, we were like, "Why didn't we just pedal?" Yeah. <laughs> I got a pedal boat. But I mean, getting like a film crew and Romana and Rome Dart or whoever and a swampy in a boat together going along in a, in a quite a narrow boat. I mean, well yeah. done to them. No, they do well. It's good for all that. Like that, it looks good. And I, I don't know, adding water just makes it seem a bit more exotic <laughs> in a way. <laughs> They're filming on water. Yeah, well, we've not had water for a while. We've had a lot of land. Yeah, we've we had a yeah. lot of. Places that are obviously Earth that are being told aren't Earth. Well, we have a lot of quarries, don't we? Like or, rocks I mean, well, or forests. I mean, forests and quarries, and we're like, we're not on Earth. And it, like, I mean, last week's was so same atmosphere. It's like it's it's so obviously, but obviously we know it. It's not like oh, we're going to film on like Pluto for a bit, but like. The budget. <laughs> um, but more, I don't know. I'm being really picky there. It just makes no, me laugh it, a little but bit. This, it's so obviously like Earth. <laughs> yeah, but this is great change. I just like the, when, the, when the TARDIS lands and you don't see it. Yeah, I liked that. It's just really like when they're going through all the reeds. I would have just loved them running around in all the reeds for the whole time. <laughs> of course you would. You sound like Theresa May. Was she, uh, what was she doing in the field of wheat? She said something about, oh gosh, what was it? I can't remember what the question was, but she was like, I just like to run through a field of wheat. And it became this whole thing. I, quite, I thought Toys of Me was all right. 
I think we all do now in hindsight. <laughs> and she's diabetic. <laughs> yeah, she is diabetic. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Romana got taken away in a canoe. That's where we got to. So, yeah, I was a bit of like, oh, Romana's got taken away. She didn't scream or anything. You see her just sort of get grabbed, and then she's quite happily sitting in that canoe been taken away so yeah. the doctor and romana are separated for quite a lot of this story which i think you need in this because there's so little to go on air. if you're talking about like a story in area there's like two sets in this and that's about it so yeah you need, yeah you need them separate when romana gets sacrificed at the end of episode one that's a very clever moment because you see the sort of pincery thing coming to get her and she screams and then in the beginning of episode two it turns out it is a man in a monster suit which is quite a bit of a sort of in-joke, Doctor Who in-joke, I think. I thought that was quite clever. That then the Doctor's like, no, it's just a man in a suit. She's like, oh. <laughs> I really like that. That's a great moment, I think. Oh, yes, canoeing in the dark towards the end of that. Actually, doctor- sorry, can we just go back one sec? So when she was screaming, right, I genuinely thought that she was in on something. It was so unconvincing, that scream. I don't it was know. like, oh! It was so unconvincing. And I genuinely thought, like, she was absolutely fine. And, like, she's doing it as as in, like, she's in on some sort of deal to be like, you're going to be sacrificed. And as part of, I don't know. I was like, the scream was just so unconvincing. I was like, she's not actually in any danger. She's like, like, it was so bad. I know she was calling the doctor. But Romana doesn't scream very much. Help. Ah, she's not much of a. She doesn't really cry out or scream very much, so it's quite. It is quite unusual. So we're not really used to. Apart from when she got pushed off that cliff that time, she probably screamed then. Worthy. I just, I just thought like because she, that guy, you know, he'd obviously put her forward to be sacrificed. Um, and I was like, maybe there's some sort of like thing as like she has to like because you don't see her. It's all happening. They don't see it. So maybe it was something of like, um, if you play, you'll live. Um, but yeah, the doctor go rescues her, canoeing at night time. Lots of nighttime filming, which adds something to it. I mean, um, all you need to do is like three strokes. Can we just like the canoe? It's not like we see him come all the way down the river. He just appears. Well, it's from still a reed and canoeing like at night, and then I, he's there. Okay, well, he's still it's still something interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's so Rome Dutt then. So this guy, I thought he was American to begin with. He's Irish. Mm, yeah, you and accents aren't great, so yeah. No, yeah. I was trying to work out. Is a bit well. He sounds a bit Welshy as well. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so he sort of between. He's an American Irish Welshman. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so in all of that, this is where we first see Kroll in episode two, the actual Kroll. So were you surprised that this big creature was it a surprise or was it just? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think like for something to I like not. A massive surprise because it's talked about, but for it to exist, it's because actually, even like at the plant, there's no hint of it until after it's seen, and then they start noticing things. So, in that sense, it was a surprise. And normally, they're either like something robotic or more of a miffy thing or smoke and mirror sort of idea, like nothing actually exists, but the people believe that something exists. So to actually see something existing that, like, right or wrong, is a, a thing. It's probably, like, our biggest monster ever that we've had so far. 
We haven't. Well, we had the giant robot, but that wasn't that big. We've had a giant dinosaur. Oh, dinosaur! I think Kroll's bigger than a dinosaur. I'm imagine. I'm thinking it's like massive. It ate a whole oil rig thing. We've had something else eat an oil rig or do something to an oil. Oh, that was a Loch Ness monster. Yeah. (laughs) 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 That's what I mean, though. Like we've had something similar with the with the rigs, and I don't know. There was a lot of this that felt. Similar. But, okay, what about the bit where it's in the pipe? That that looks good, where the guy gets eaten from the pipe, where it comes through, bursts yeah. through. That's a great, another good cliffhanger, actually. There's some good cliffhangers in this. And also, well, while we're talking about that, where they're stretched out on the... Where the Doctor, Romana and Romana like are stretched that out. as well. That's clever, where it's the vines that's supposed to dry out and stretch them, and then the rain comes through. And the Doctor does that weird, like... Oh, like... To break the glass. <laughs> you made me laugh that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think there is a lot of... I don't know, I feel like you do have to concentrate a lot. I, don't, I can't just sort of watch this for fun. You've sort of really got to get into it a bit more and maybe if you're not really in the right mood to watch, yeah. to get into the story as much. I think there are a lot of layers there and you can get a lot out of it and there's a lot of political commentary in this. But actually, if you want a sort of a fun Doctor Who adventure just to... I don't know, it doesn't have... I don't know, there's something missing. There's bit, there's sort of a fun element missing, I feel. I, I I don't think that's the case. I just think there's a lot of things that we've had a lot of. It's the same but director. Actually, if you took this story four or five seasons ago, it wouldn't feel any different. No, you're right, yeah. Well, it's, it's a writer. Just, I think it's just where it's placed within what's happening. It's the same writer that was the script editor a couple of seasons ago. So he wrote... Uh, Talons of Wing Chiang yeah wrote, it feels um, like all those ones sort of a couple of Leela season you know yeah seasons and it ago. feels a lot like that it feels a lot like someone who wasn't writing for the point being the the gla- the uh, what was it not glass what's it called um, what's it trying to get key to time yeah the key to time <laughs> yes Whereas the other ones have felt a little bit more like a driver towards the point of the Kia time, this has felt more like a story that tags on the Kia time. Yeah, it does. It would still just be your standard story without like, that. If the Doctor wasn't, if the Doctor hadn't figured out that Crawl was the key of time, there'd have been a slightly different ending to stop Crawl, and that would have been that. Yeah, you're right. And it's the same director as. Underworld, which was the green screen one. Well, there you go, yeah. <laughs> and I think these are the only two Doctor Who's that he ever did. <laughs> but I wonder if that's, like, because, th- yeah, the, the, there's a bit of green screen with this. Well, only when Kroll sort of pops up, which still looks pretty good, it blends it in well. It looks really effective, yeah. The Doctor and Romana are great in this. There's no, they're not bad. They aren't, they've got good parts in this. Romana's quite still quite strong in this. She's still... Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Doctor still got his funny lines, and he's in and out of this. But, but actually, on each side, yeah. quite a lot. Arguing and I with wonder everyone. if it's also because there's no canine in it. No. So that feels a little bit like it, that makes it feel a little bit older in terms of the storyline, because all the new ones have had canine, and that sort of adds a bit of um, humour but what we don't have is any of TARDIS scenes where they're chatting at the beginning chatting at the end so that's quite a nice change because we've had quite a lot yeah. of that recently but we've also not I mean 
There is nothing about this story that is unique to Romana. That could be pretty much any companion. There is nothing that is like this person who is also a Time Lord and also has this intelligence, and but also the naivety of not under... I mean, what was great about last week was her naivety of the universe, yet having all this intelligence. Even in this world, because she, she was by herself a lot, she was making choices and decisions. And there was nothing that was unique to like her and her character and what she brought to it. She was literally, to begin with, the screaming female companion that got captured. And then they get out. And she'd lost the thing anyway that the doctor found. And he found it straight away. It's not even like, it's not even discussed. It's like, oh, yeah, and I found it. I know you lost it. I found it. And then after that, they're pretty much together most of the time. And she, yeah, she is, yeah, she does have that the naivety bit right towards the end when Kroll's eating the oil rig thing, and she's like, "Oh, I'm just going to go down here and have a look out but, the window," yeah, and then she's like, "Smash!" I well. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. I don't even think that been because in that moment, there's all that going on. Her character would be like listening to what to do because she like why was she suddenly deciding to walk down a corridor she never i just don't think she would have done that before there's nothing in that character she's there on a mission so when they're in danger she'd be listening what to do for the mission i don't know i just felt like there was nothing unique to her and the um character within it the swampy's storyline sort of just fizzles out a little bit because you've got this they're going to be like, we're going to fight back, and then they get these weapons that don't work, and there's a bit of infight. And then they do end up on the rig, and then, oh, actually, when they spear that bad guy, there's a load of blood and stuff. That's quite a moment. But they sort of spear him, he dies, and they're like, right, we're all going to just live here now, and there doesn't seem to be any other consequence. And they've worshipped this crow thing. I mean, I know their leader gets eaten at the end as well, but it doesn't feel like... I thought we just sort of leave it like... I don't know, is what's going to happen next. We don't really feel like we know what's going to happen next, but we don't really care either, in a way. Or what happens to the other guy that's left. The Doctor's like, oh, someone will come and pick you up eventually. Yeah. We're off. Like, previously, there'd have been more of, like, a discussion of... Like, oh, there's one hint of it where he says, like, you never know, maybe you'll learn to, in like, this environment. Some I can't remember the exact one, but there's one hint of, like, maybe you'll learn to work together. Oh, I was sad when the canine guy got shot, the sort of goody one. That was sad. But actually, we have a lot of scenes of just those three guys. They're in it just as much as the Doctor and Romana. I feel like we see them. I feel like I was watching a lot of them just chatting in that room. It probably, maybe it wasn't as much as it I don't think actually it was. was. As much as it just that. seems like it. It was always them just chatting or arguing in that room again and again and again. And even after all of that, I didn't really care about what happened to them, really. But I, do you know what, again, would have been a bit more interesting is to have worked out, like we found out very early on, by basically the second episode, who had supplied the guns and stuff. So, like, I wanted to sort of understand a little bit more of their dynamic of like, well, who is not, who is the bad guy here? Who is giving away like the secrets or whatever? So then, because once once you know that he is like that, that you're like, well, we're just watching a guy be bad now. It would have been more interesting, I think, to have been part of trying to work that out and work out who could have done it and who's behind some of this. And then maybe like end of third, beginning of fourth, we find out that he's the one that did it and 
that leads to this battle on the oil rig or whatever. I don't know. Just the whole thing was a bit... And there's Well, there's a lot of talk about other, like, Sons of Earth or whatever, which I feel like, are they supposed to be like Extinction Rebellion sort of thing? I think they're, yeah. Well, they're people that believe Earth existed. Because this is a time when they don't believe that Earth as a planet had, like, all this stuff. And they're like, no, we're all from Earth and it's a natural habitat and that's what it like that's what we should be trying to go back to. So kind of, but not. They're kind of like we believe it more in like going back to what natural rather than what we're trying to do here. I don't know. It, out of this whole season, yeah, it just feels like we've had such momentum and then this is a little bit of a downer. It doesn't but it's still not as bad as some of it's not like Pearl no, or anything it, that I we've had before. A... It still looks good and it's still a good a, a good script and it's filmed well when you've and got acted a really well. Strong season and a strong idea across the season, I think it's just standard to have weaker moments. That's like in anything, in any series. There's always that one episode where you're like, I might skip that one, especially if you know it. And I think if I was ever in for, I don't know, a gun was put to my head and like, you're going to have to watch all <laughs> then they might like, this might be one I'd be like, can we just skip this one? <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is though, it's with this season, because it's at each, you're getting a bit of the key to time. You don't really want to skip it because that's the fifth segment they're trying to get. You want to see them get each segment. So, it's, so you know, you can't yeah, really condense the season. Yeah, I know, but I you want to see them me, get it. Now, I, because I like... the next one's the last one, isn't it? It is, yeah. And you know that, which is nice. And it, we haven't met this bad guy yet, have we, that they talked about in the first? Black Guardian. Yeah. So that's obviously coming as well. So there's also that element to, like, maybe this one's because the next one's going to be more rounded. Mm. I don't know. But also, I thought this for this story, though, we could... Maybe do another baking challenge. I think we should both try and make an edible crawl. However, we, however we see that being. What do you think? Maybe. <laughs> I'll have a think. I'll think about if that could work, and then. I think I could make a crawl cake somehow. I'm just gonna let you think with about the tentacles that. and everything. Well, how, yeah, well, yeah, it'd be fun. It's a okay. cool thing to try and make. Oh my gosh, okay, fine. Yes. I'll give it a go. Let's make a crawl. Great. <laughs> um, well, I haven't really got much else to say on this one. I thought this one would be a bit of a less yeah. exciting story. You can see why this one isn't always liked as much. Um, but the next one is called The Armageddon Factor. Oh, okay. And yes, the end of the season already has gone quick. The Armageddon factor, yeah. Feels very final. Yeah, the last segment of the key to time just needs to be found. I did like this end bit, though, with the Doctor and the tentacles trying to get the uh, that little fight outside with the tentacles. Yeah. I thought that was fun. Yeah. That was filmed well. I like that. It's, um, that was probably my favourite bit, actually. Okay. Oh, that, oh, well, that and the canoes, just seeing everyone going around in a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> More Doctor Who on water, please. That's what I want. <laughs> Doctor at sea. Well, we haven't had a bad one for a while, apart from what we had. I would say it was bad. It was just... No. Yeah, bland. Yeah. Yeah. Bland, yeah. That's the word. Where can you find us, Mark? 
Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Watch Who. I'm sure everyone will now get in touch saying how much they like the story. It always happens <laughs> <laughs> every time. Do you know what? The last real, like, the, remember that Cyberman one, Revenge of the Cybermen, where we really didn't have much to say and we didn't like it very much. I feel like this is a... When we have that was a while back. That was a, a real while back. But yeah, I'm sure we'll get everybody saying how much they like this one. So let us know if you do. And any ideas if you want um, to make Kroll out of cake, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> but you just I'll like making a mechanoid. Stay aside for baking now. Well, at some point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say either Kroll or we just choose something out of the whole season to make. And then we have to guess what each other's made. Oh, no, it has to be the same thing, I think. Okay. Because well, otherwise, like, one person could go for something very easy and someone else goes for something elaborate and you're comparing two completely... Like, it has to be the same thing, I think. Or we just make a, the key to time out of cake. I think that could be pretty easy. I don't even know what it looks like. Oh, well, it's basically... Well, all those pieces that they've been getting... Yeah, they, I know they make into... But what, they we're go, just going to make... They make, like, a square and then the tracer goes in the top. So it's basically a square cake with a thing in the top. Okay, oh, fine. Well, there we go. It's crawl with reeds, edible reeds. You could totally do that. Oh, yes, I've got... Oh, should I tell you? you no, no, cake. you do Mark. Mark, you do it. Oh, my God, I've just had the perfect vision of a crawl cake. Perfect. <laughs> I'm going to start practising. To get some more <laughs> angles. <laughs> OK, well, we will see you all next week for the finale of The Key to Time. I'm very excited. <laughs> We're all excited. And then, it, and then it's another Doskers. Bloody and hell. then it will be the Doskers, yeah. Uh, so we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>